That's a big stretch, Wilkie. Are you feeling pretty tired? Are you are you ready to do a podcast today? I'm very ready to do a podcast. Uh, my my muscles. Is this another? My is this another week where we're going to be very tired? No. And not no. Just no. We're going to we're going to stretch gonna... beforehand. No, I because I wanted to stretch my arms. I'm not tired. You, you'll notice I, I didn't yawn. I just stretched because I haven't done much today. I went for a bit of a walk. Well, Wilkie. Uh, I've got news for you. This week, the podcast isn't about reviews. It's about fitness. So you're going to have to stretch off because we're going to be leading everyone through a little uh, exercise routine I've come up with just before the show started. Okay. I say just before, like I spent a good hour or two working on this to make sure that it gets through all of the major muscle groups. We're going to go all the way from your biceps to your quadriceps and even your tetraceps. You might not know you had tetraceps, but you're going to find them soon. So uh, first, everybody, I'm going to need you to stand up wherever you are. Okay, I, I guess I'm taking part in this as well. Here we go. Yeah, just just stand up. Good thing I've got uh, my nice new microphone. That's got <laughs> now it. I can't see Wookie's head because it's gone above the webcam. That's okay. Oh, he's tilted it. Okay, yeah. here we are. Okay, here now Wookie. Yes. Now you're going to listen to this whole entire podcast and that's going to be your workout for the week. <laughs> I hate you, Hamish. I want that on record. I hate you. <laughs> Hit the theme song. <laughs> Can I sit down? Yeah. to a show we like to do here at the weekends, or as you call it, Wednesday. It's of course Boy Review, with boy. me, Hamish, and me, Wilkie. What up, Wilco? I keep, I, keep meaning, I keep meaning to introduce myself as like someone else. So like, <laughs> Just, you'll be like, and I, I'm Hamish, I'm like, and I'm Sean Michael Caine. No, that's not, that's not Michael <laughs> Caine, that's Sean Connery. Uh, uh, no, you, it also sounded like you said, uh, Sean Michael Caine. So you, you kind of did, you did do I, like a combination of the two. Yeah. My name is Michael Caine. Very good. It's like, wait, if I close my eyes, it's, it's like he's here. Do it again. Master Bruce, what's the point of lifting all those logs? If, no, what's it? If, what's, <laughs> Master Bruce, <laughs> Master Wayne. You can't just say Master Bruce ten times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he lifts um tyres, I believe. Yeah, what's the point of lifting all those tyres, Master Wayne, if you can't lift a log? I thought it was Master Bruce. Master Bruce. Master Wayne. Hey. Master Wayne was my father. Please call me Bruce. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why I try anything on this show. It always goes wrong. <laughs> no, Wookie. I appreciate it when you try things because it gives me something to laugh at you for. That's fair. Hey, Rish, add, add add in post like the the sound of my like jester hat jingling because I'm I'm a clown. Oh, you're not a clown, Wookie. You're 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 good goods. You get a rating this. Hey, week. I've, I've, I, I technically do have to win the competition to be officially good, good, which is uh, 
rather rather upsetting. It's like um, it's like uh, Goodwill Hunting, where I'm 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 just I'm just cleaning the floor here, and they've got all the names up on the wall, but I'm just cleaning the floor. Is that what, see? I and then, can and we th- rename it Good Good Wookie Hunting? <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then that's what you're t- it's good good a wookie is hunting for that score good, good, he's coming hunting. in he's cleaning the floor and that's that's the plot that's the that's the next episode of pitch pitch done there's there's something that isn't my fault i can't i i watched the film once i can't really remember you um you accidentally chiseled the wrong name in you went you meant to put in bell but you put in ball and now just all balls are good good and you've ruined everything. Well, I'd I'd rather you said that sentence than I did. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna cut that out of the uh, the file and uh, use it somewhere. <laughs> Great. Well, I I can't think of a very good segue into this. I I get to go first this week because it's my topic. Yes. And uh, I was thinking the other day uh, after uh, I was talking with Izzy, my girlfriend, and she mentioned that she saw uh warwick improv theater society wits a society that we were both part of it was where we both met at warwick it was indeed and she saw that they are announcing that they do bi-weekly sessions and she had taken that to mean oh that's odd they've obviously gone from twice a week to once every two weeks and i revealed that bi-weekly can mean both once every two weeks and twice a week yes it can and then it occurred to me that that is a pointless utterly useless word because without explaining which version of bi-weekly you mean you it doesn't work because you can't say oh yeah we we put on a session bi-weekly someone then say well do you mean once every two weeks or twice a week you have to provide extra clarification and so you might as well just start with twice every week rather than or once every two weeks yeah rather than say bi-weekly and then be forced to then clarify further exactly so i wanted to go through a bunch of other words which have similar similar spellings or pronunciations or um, are actually the same word, but are ambiguous as to what they mean. Because I think it's important that people know yeah. to avoid these words. We're an educational podcast. They are not good. Because you need to make sure you're understood well in life. <laughs> Quite ironic that you flubbed that sentence. Is do what good? Do do English good? Is is this Hamish? Is this your first foray into doing a segment? Is this like a quiz? Do I have to guess what the words mean? No, I'm just gonna just go through some that I found on Inside. It's really oh. hard to find a list of ambiguous words because when I Google it, it starts just trying to give me syn- synonyms and stuff like that. Um, but I want to start with one of my favourites. C- coming in with wits. There's a great improv game, Wilkie, that involves at least three people called sit stand lie there is indeed it's i it's not a favorite of mine well for 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 ages by which i mean all of the few minutes before someone played the game in front of me i assumed sit stand lie involves someone having to sit all at all times someone having to stand at all times and someone that could never tell the truth so in in the castle you find three guards one of them sitting down one of them standing up and one always tells a lie can you tell which is which and that is why um lie is quite difficult because if you tell someone hey you go and lie over there do you want them to go down and sort of rest on the floor or do you want them or on the bed or whatever it is or do you want them just not go and tell the truth but just over in that general direction i'm i'm gonna go ahead i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and 
say that I, I I feel like I can safely assume that they mean go and rest. Okay, well, you might assume that. But then what did they tell you? Ah, it's a bat. Are they being assailed by the animal? Or is it someone has just lobbed a cricket utensil or a baseball utensil at them? Again, probably the animal, because the... If someone's attacking you with a baseball bat, you're not going to be scared of the bat. You're going to be scared of the person. But what if you've not seen the person? Or what if it's just a, a bat has come to life and it's it's going to come at you? It's going to just whack you. An animated bat. Okay. Now, this one doesn't sure. work when you say it out loud, but you've got you've to see it written down. I'm, of course, talking about read. Because you can say, I read the book or i read the book and they're both very different but they're both spelt the same and so if you're like me and you're reading a book you don't know whether you've already done it or you're doing it currently and you start becoming a time lord yeah you, 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 <laughs> you become like, I exist in two you become un- times at once unshackled from time and yeah um again hamish i i, I don't want to put you down i feel like you're reaching because context is is your friend here well, you, you talk about context, but here's one. Imagine that you and I are at a party, and okay. it's at a really cool castle with a really great gate at the at the opening to it. Uh, like uh, like Drama Ball last year. Like the, like Drama Ball from earlier this year. Was that earlier this year? Yeah, well, kid, that that's right. It was it was in 2020. I've become unshackled from time. I'm the Time Lord. What? <laughs> that's crazy. Wilkie does sound like oh Wilkie Wobbly, that's what you are. I'm gonna ask you not to say that again because that's horrible. Wilkie Wobbly, timey Wilkie. <laughs> Please, Amish. Okay, okay, I'll stop. But the opening of that castle would be an entrance. So you could say, oh, what a great entrance. But imagine I was coming through, strutting in like uh, like <laughs> Tobey Maguire from Spider-Man 3. And someone says, wow, that's a great entrance. Are they talking about the castle gate that I have just come through? Or me doing a great Tobey Maguire thing? Because both are great entrances. I guess, yeah, fine, sure. See? It's ambiguous. And then they'd have to clarify, I mean the really cool guy. Because Tobey Maguire from Spider-Man 3... I don't know what you're referring to. You've not seen Spider-Man 3 with Tobey Maguire? I've, n- I've not seen any Spider-Man film that isn't Tom Holland. I've got to say, you've not entirely missed out. They're not the best. <laughs> but they're, they're definitely cultural touchstones. That's that's a that's a whole meme right there. The guy sort of, you know, clicking his clicking his fingers, finger gunning as he goes down. Oh, I okay, I might, I, I I might have seen that. Exactly, that's what I'm talking about. I've I've seen the pizza time one as well. Pizza time. Pizza time. Yeah, when he delivers the pizzas. That's Spider Man, right? Oh yeah, he does deliver pizzas to Spider Man because that's what you do if you have superpowers. You you go and deliver pizzas. He's he's got to pay the bills, you know, just just because he's Spider Man. That's fair. You, you can't just sort of set up a bank account. You can set up a bank account under Spider-Man's name. Set up a uh, like like a Venmo as Spider-Man. Like, hey, if if Spider-Man saved your life, maybe chuck him ten dollars. He needs to eat today. And if Spider-Man was looking for other ways to earn money, he might want to consult some business people. But does he mean 
to give them advice or does he mean to get advice from them? You don't know because I just used consult, which could mean both. Yeah, that's fair. And there are a few others. There's, um, oh, here's a good one. Here's a good one that I'm going to end on. You've got clip. Because clip can be really confusing apparently because the word can mean to cut something apart or it can also mean to attach it together. So if I say just go and clip those two things, do I mean put them together or do I mean to take them apart? You don't know. I, I, without any context, no, I don't know. If I tell you to go and watch a clip show, are you going to go and watch a show with lots of fun little clips on it? Or are you going to watch a show about people cutting things up or putting things together? There's so many different options <laughs> that it's just confusing. And that is why all these words are so bad and ambiguous and deserve a bad bat. Ambiguous words aren't helpful to anybody. Welcome to our new podcast cl- clip show. ASMR nail clipping right into my new microphone. Oh, that sounds awful. Oh, there's loads of lists of ambiguous words. There's foot. If I'd say, Wilkie, you say you're six foot tall, but are you six foot as in a measurement or six of foot? I mean, you don't know. Famously, that's about the same. Like, you know, that's why a foot's called a foot, right? No, I assumed it came from somewhere else. Is that why a foot's called a foot? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's because you'd you'd measure things by, like, walking uh, toe-to-heel, and you'd come up with a a distance in feet. Because it was how many lengths of your foot you had walked. I just always assumed that was... It it was one of those things where it seemed so obvious it's not actually true. I'm going to go ahead and say that that, that's it. Like, you had to measure, like, a room or something, and you'd walk across it toe-to-heel and say, okay, well, that was 15 of my feet across. No, I've looked it up. It's called a foot because it's originally based on the length of a foot, but I had just, in my head, assumed, oh, it's called a foot. Then where did you get an inch from? Who decided we're going to break up a foot into 12, 12 separate parts? Someone who had an object smaller than a foot? Someone who had six toes, and they're the one that decided it, and they had six toes on each foot, and they they thought, oh, this is normal, and they measured one of those, and they decided that would be how it would work. Maybe. Breaking things under 16 makes more sense, because you can keep halving it. True. So that's why, um, this is a cool thing, because, yeah, we do a lot of things in, um, particularly metric, if you do things in metric, which is the, like, the most common scientific option, uh, that's based on tens into a hundred and all of that. But actually, um, the Babylonians who did maths ages ago, they like the number 60, because 60 does divide into way more parts than 10 does, um. By which I mean, like, you can divide 60 by itself, 30, 15, oh, you, 20 even, uh, 15, like, so many more numbers given its size compared to 10, which can only divide into so many other smaller components. Yeah, numbers numbers are really interesting, Hamish. Uh, and speaking of uh, what numbers can potentially be divided by, explosion sound effect. Hello, everyone. Welcome to prime time. I bet you'd forgotten, Hamish. It's episode five. This is where we review the last episode that we did that was a prime number, which would be episode three. Episode uh, three. I want to say episode three was really good, good. I want to say we did a good job on that one. Yeah. Episode three was good, good. I think we'd sort of started to hit our stride in episode three. Uh, We knew what we were doing. I I, I came in with like preparation i knew what i was talking about we had a a wonderful sort of heart to heart about minecraft in the second half of the show like talking about our lives and how how it had been touched by minecraft sometimes i I like to cut this out because i'm i've got no idea what i'm saying 
here in prime well, time if we i like cut to... out the show every time you didn't know what you were saying we'd have two minutes of show hey bastard okay <laughs> we like to go back over the episode and like see where we are with the things we talked about so hambo uh in terms of pokemon go have you caught any cool pokemon in the past two weeks no uh, I haven't actually been playing much Pokemon Go. I at home where I live here, it's much harder to play, and uh, there's no Poke stops really um, unless I go a fair distance away. I maybe mean, if I go on like an hour long walk, I might hit four. Damn, that's that's not. Uh, if I go on like a usual hour long walk, I have to like purposefully go into the town to um, go and get more than that. Uh, but I do still enjoy the game. I've just been a bit off it recently. I just haven't been playing. Uh, I've been doing other things, but still, it's a good game. I like it. That's fair. Uh, I I talked about the longest Johns in episode three. Uh, oh, that's a good. That's they're good still time. very good. I I still really enjoy. Uh, I still really enjoy the songs that I I recommended to you guys in that episode, and, um, yeah. They're they're good good songs still. And Minecraft, I think we're still at a good place with Minecraft. So I think we're still great with all of these. I feel like the issue with doing the. Uh, the topics from our last prime numbered episode is there's there's normally not that long a gap between the the topic and and now so i wonder if if reviewing what we previously reviewed is the is the smartest option but we can we can talk about that in the next we can talk about that in the next prime time we can that can be a, a that can be a review of prime time because prime time was introduced in the last prime episode and i think we we've now seen it a second time and i think we just have to keep going on uh we're doing great carry on doing great carry on being awesome i want to start yeah, that's, a slogan that's our, our advice to ourselves is to carry on being awesome yeah i i want us to create a new tagline a new slogan okay for for, is, for boy review for prime time for what for for our lives for everyone's okay. lives out there okay. listening i was thinking about this i think this is a fun way to live your life be more boy review hashtag be more boy review wait yeah ooh, be more just... boy review just be more boy. Be be more of a boy, like, as in like be, be more boy is also good. Be more like, boy is is good because we as the boys, because being a boy means that you're friends with people, right? Because we're friends, we're boys. But also, being a boy means that you like you interrogate the world around you, you look at things, and say, "What do I think of?" It's a sort of like a, a like a we it's we are mindset. the we are the new Marie Kondo. We're like, it does this spark good good. If not, <laughs> does this fight good? Good is the tagline of the show. If we do, if we ever do that podcast, podcast show, um, does this fight good? Good has to be the tagline of the Mary Kondo podcast. I don't know if one exists. I, I don't I'm know if sure there is a Mary Kondo podcast, but yeah, there must be. Uh, Wilkie, you, you talk about numbers. I was, I was talking about numbers. We and well, I feel like numbers are very it. important in life in, and in general. Oh, they are. Yes, uh, one number. Is I I for some reason didn't see where you're going there. One number is <laughs> is is very important uh, for not only for us, not only for our listeners, but for for life, the universe, and everything. And that number is forty-two. Uh, my segment this week, my my topic is uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by Douglas Adams. Uh, Whoa! I'm going to be specifically talking about the radio, uh, the, the the radio play version of it. Uh, I've I've never had the chance to read the books apart from I think one of the later ones. Um, I think the restaurant at the end of the universe was the one I got to read in uh, in real life. Sorry, I'm a bit distracted. There's a moth in my bedroom. 
Uh, I'd like. Oh no! I'm just going to give a quick review of moths. I'm going to say, at the moment, bad, bad. They keep coming into my bedroom and bothering me. Shut your window. But then I overheat. But get a fan. But then, then I use too much electricity. Then take your jumper off, you madman. That's fair. I could probably take my jumper off. Just don't I'm, have your. I'm going to do that. I'm going to take. What's going to eat your? I'm going to take what's my. going to eat all your clothes? Hamish, I'm going to take my jumper off. Okay. Uh, and entertain the audience while I take my jumper off. So everybody, whilst Wookie takes his jumper off, I'm going to introduce you to a new segment called Hambo Alone. This is where I have to sort of start setting up traps. So when Wookie comes back for the show, he he's not going to be ready for it. Uh, it looks like he's he's coming back really soon. Uh, so I don't have long. So I was thinking, uh, though, my first trap could be just to get a big tub of marbles and just throw them on the floor. Now, will that trip Wookie up? I think so. I think he'll start slipping up over all of his words when he starts just sliding around. I'm back. Hey, Wookie. I'm going to have to listen to the episode to find out what you just said. Uh, yeah, you're going to have to listen back So when you get caught out. Yeah. So I'd like to um, I'd like to begin talking don't about... I suspect a thing. I don't suspect a single thing. I'd like to um, start talking about Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy with... Um, a piece of poetry that I've, that I've prepared. Um, here we go. This what, is this is what 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 show is this, Wookie? This isn't prompted writing podcast. This is boy review. You can't prepare I, poetry. I'm I'm going to go ahead and suggest that prompted writing podcast would not want this piece of poetry on their show, uh, and I, I I will explain why. Here we go. Oh, freddled grunt, bugly. Thy micturations are to me as plurdled gabble blotchets. Group, I implore thee, my foonting turling dromes, and hoopsiously drangle me with crinkly bindle wordles. Mash obituaries, or else I shall rend thee in the gobblewarts with my blurgle crunchin'. See if I don't. Uh, now that's, that is a piece of Vogon poetry, uh, which listeners to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy heard uh in the second episode of the radio show um vogon poetry is the th- uh third worst poetry in the universe so i think uh as much as prompted writing podcasts are a very wonderful and uh helpful open writing community uh, i feel like they may just turn away a piece of vogon poetry for being bad so you're talking about hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy i am and uh I also am aware of the radio show most fondly. Uh, I've seen the film with Martin Freeman in, uh, and but also I have not read any of the books. I'm not much of a reader, so uh, I don't have time for books. Uh, so uh, I really enjoyed listening to the radio show too, so I'm excited to see what you think of it once I try and rack my brain cause, uh, for some of my memories. Well, um, for those of you who don't know, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy uh, was a, a series of books by Douglas Adams that was then adapted into... Uh, a, a radio play. Uh, it starts off uh, with uh, a six-foot-tall ape descendant named Arthur Dent, uh, who's very tall. Yeah, I guess. I'm. I'm. Six I'm used quite to, tall. I'm used to being this tall. Um, uh, I'm not. So yeah, it's sort of uh, I, I, my my perspective is different, sort of literally. So Arthur Dent's house is uh, being bulldozed, or it's uh, they're trying to bulldoze his house down. Uh, at the start of the first episode, to make way for a, uh, a motorway bypass that's going to go through his town of Cottington, um, and then towards the end of the first episode, I, I'm, I'm not in terms of spoilers. I'm not, I'm not going to go really beyond like the second episode of of the the first season. Just but I'm going to talk in more general terms. 
um uh then in sort of in in a, a fit of uh narrative irony uh the earth is demolished by uh, a fleet of vogon constructor ships uh in order to make room for a a hyperspace bypass uh cuz what's really f- just oh cuz what's really funny is that a lot of the arguments that were used by the uh the building company being like oh well you could have gone down to the council and done all of this stuff is exactly used by the the vogons when they come along like, well you could have gone over to this other this other yeah. sort of uh, galaxy and you could have found out that you're you're about to get done done in yeah, and the the, it, Vogon, the, the Vogon captain, uh, Prostetnik Vogon Jelts, is just like, oh, for heaven's sake, mankind. It's only 10 light years away or something, because it's, it's in, like, Alpha Centauri, um, the, the the hyperspace planning office there. Um, and so I, I think if, if you didn't know what um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy was before today, I think you may have got a sort of sense for, for what the vibe is. It's, it's very weird, this sort of zany um, sci-fi... Uh, genre um it it's approach to sci-fi is 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 interesting because it does sort of two parts firstly it's got the whole like actual sci-fi it does do a lot of very fantastical elements um sort of you 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 have spaceships that can go at lightning speeds you have a very um uh i've used fantastical a very sort of over the top um it rules of science which really break the boundaries of everything that we can currently do uh, and probably would ever be able to do but then also it does a very good job of then saying well that might all be true but it still has these very mundane uh elements which then are what make it weird so sort of the idea of having to have planning planning permission to demolish a planet and that people could go and protest their planet being demolished by going to that planning office is very if you roll it down that's how planning permission works and stuff sort of in the real world so you just blow it up to sci-fi proportions and it seems very odd but it, that's what makes it very uh zany as you've said it that's what makes it so excellent and and that is sort of the experience of of the listener seeing these very sort of normal things uh made you know much bigger much much more uh, sort of fantastical that's exactly you know sort of arthur dent's experience uh as a a human being uh, even his his mate Ford Prefect isn't a human being, uh, so as one of only two survivors of of the Earth being destroyed, he he is also in this sort of unique position of of seeing this fantastical universe for the first time and being able to see reflections of his world in it. Um, there's a, a again very early on towards the I think the end of the third episode maybe uh, we learn about the planet of Magrathia where planets were custom built by by pushing energy through white holes where it comes out as as matter and you can build planets out of it uh for people who who were rich enough to want their own planet and you think oh well that, that's ridiculous but then you realize oh there's people who can buy you know islands on earth and that, you know, yeah. that entire island is, or there's people who buy you know people who have like these mansions built for them in, in in the hollywood hills that are sort of stupidly large you know you'd, you'd never need that much space so it's like okay well that's it's just something else that that is sort of the same throughout the universe but it's just and i quite like bigger. some of them the the mundaneness as well just like you on that planet they meet the guy that was quite good at designing fjords and it, it's just quite a an odd thing to be like okay i guess yeah this guy's just he's good at designing things it's like as a builder might say oh i'm quite good at tiling roofs this guy's good at doing this geographical setting and i think that's a really awesome idea and there are so many great things in the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy um 
This is jumping ahead a little bit, but I liked a lot of the um, the cricket arc, uh, which I won't talk too much about because that is jumping ahead quite a lot. But I always found that funny, sort of the idea that they take cricket, the the popular UK sport, where you hit a red ball with a bat. And that's actually, that has a very... that's, that's another ambiguous word, because uh, if you could say there's there's cricket going on outside... They could mean the game, or they could mean the little chirpy insect. Very true, Wilkie. Very, very true. Who knows what they're talking about in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? You don't actually know, ever. Yeah, not a lot. Um, but I, I think that is what is so excellent, and it, it does keep um, coming back to it. Uh, and I think the... Um, because you mentioned it was a book first. I thought it was weirdly done. I thought it was firstly a radio show, then... The first three seasons, they did three series of seasons of it. Then it was the books were all written, and then the fourth and fifth were done. Uh, yes, it was. Uh, you you are right there. That was my misremembering. Uh, it was written for radio by Douglas Adams. Yeah. Um, and then yes, uh, became a series of books later on. And then, um, because it's a it's called a trilogy in five parts, and there is a sixth book that was written by Owen Colfer, who wrote Artemis Fowl. He, I, I don't know whether he won a competition or whether he just sort of said i'll do this and it was sort of given a green light by people that knew douglas adams like yes you can finish off this and i I haven't finished it but when i did start it it was it did a very very good job of bringing everything together because there are lots of different versions of hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy uh which if you read or listen to the very last episode of the radio show or read the last book they all end in very different places. And so he did a very good job of accounting for all of that in his yeah. book and saying that is all true. And I think that is quite excellent when someone does that as a sort of sidebar. Yeah. Uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is uh, sort of uh, like, like we were referencing at the start of this section. Uh, it's a, a absolute classic, uh, you know, 42 being a, you know, the, the answer to life, the universe and everything, the, the answer that Deep Thought, the massive uh, supercomputer came up with. That's, I, I don't, I don't think, I, I would wager that no piece of, you know, cultural information, no, no one reference has spread further than 42. No, I don't think so. Because it is like just it's, sort of this it's, it's, thing that people know. Yeah, it's it's on the sort of level of recognizability of as like a, a lightsaber or like the USS Enterprise. It's like, oh yeah, I like I know what that is. Like, oh, that's from Star Wars. That's from Star Trek. That's from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It's, it's yeah, because a complete classic. I think it is because it is. It's one of those things where it's, it's very British humor, very odd, but also it's when you're watching, it's just like it's so easy to sort of understand why it's funny. And to be like, yes, that is that is why this is good, and I think that's why it yeah it is such an excellent an excellent thing. I I actually I so I was reminded of it earlier today and like how much I used to enjoy it because I had a uh, a, a series of CDs. I used to have a lot of CDs that my dad would then burn onto his computer and then put onto the iPod. I remember all all of my things. So I, I had I I had like the classic the big classic black sixty four gig iPod. I can remember all, all of my CDs, all of my like audiobooks. I had loads of uh, myths and legends, or like th- th- those sorts of things. They would all, all of their file names started with Z. My dad would would like edit them, and this was okay. Z dash Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy Book One, 
So in the iPod, they were all just alphabetically sorted to the bottom of the list so that I could find them really easily. Because, you know, when I was a little younger... Letters are hard. Yeah, letters... I was going to say I couldn't do the alphabet. I think it was just to keep my... I think it was just to keep my stuff out of their stuff so that they weren't dealing with Hitchhiker's Guide when they were trying to look for birds or something. Um, so... Is it just me? Or if someone... If I'm trying to work out where a letter comes in the alphabet in relation to another letter... I have to go through the alphabet. I don't just necessarily know that one letter comes after another. Sometimes I can do, but sometimes I yeah. don't. Yeah, there's 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 a few where like like I know that N comes after M because I I know that they're next to each other. Um, but yeah, a lot of the time I just have to go through the entire song, and then and then halfway through the song I forget which letter I'm supposed to be looking out for. Because yeah. I I I was doing this the other day. I was um. Because we're we're doing a D and D campaign right now that I'm running, and I was making a um a spreadsheet where I could keep track of all of you guys like useful information, so I know like what your passive perception is and stuff. And I wanted to put you guys uh each column was going to be one character with all the information going down the side, and I was going to put you in alphabetical order. And I was going along like trying to work out where a certain letter came, and I would be halfway through it, and I thought, wait. No, I'm sure I've gone past it. I have to start again, and and I, yeah, I kept getting lost trying to do it. And then I was like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do it the other way. I'm gonna have your names down the side, and each of you is gonna have a a row of the spreadsheet, and then I can just get the spreadsheet to alphabetize it for me. Very smart. I, I, I love, using I love technology to do everything that we need it to do in life. Just yeah, do the alphabet for me, please. It's because you talking about putting Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy onto an iPod had the exact same thing. That's what I used to listen to so much. Um, Sometimes I find it hard when I'm, uh, when it gets later at night, it's just like falling asleep. Like my brain's just hyperactive. I'm still going. I don't know what it's been that's kept me up. It could be a whole host of things. And so it's really good to just have something to listen to. Right now, it's like a lot of podcasts, um, particularly one that I've listened to already. I can just sort of start the opening. It's like, ah, oh, yes, I remember this. And I just conk out within like 10 minutes. Yeah, uh, that's it. I, I the can't Galaxy listen to something used new, to be yeah. that for me. That was why I liked the cricket arc so much, because that was my favorite. So that was the one I knew the best. So I knew, oh, I can put this one on because it doesn't get that loud for like 30 minutes. So by that point, it'll have ended. So I'll be fine. And I know that I can just relax this and I could just sort of meditate to the comedy that I'd already heard so many times before. Yeah, no, I, I completely have that as well. Um, I I can very distinctly remember uh, skipping to like the middle of the first book because I'd heard the, you know, the first few episodes where they're on Earth and Earth gets destroyed so often that it had gone past familiarity and I'd become bored of it. So I'd like skip to halfway <laughs> through that or, or I'd, I'd skip to um to the very end uh, where they're with the the um the arc ship. That that arc there. As that's another one. Arc. Like a like a story arc. An arc like Noah's arc. A boat. Yeah, so you go and finish that arc. This Are this, you talking about this, finishing a boat or book, finishing the story bit? This book here is Noah's Ark. It's either a book about a boat or it's a book tracking the story of a man named noah that's very good wookie see this is the beginning of noah's arc they are fun to point out but they are bad bad to use and so they're bad bad in general they are yes um i had something else i wanted to say and i can't remember it um who knows it doesn't matter i i just give it a review i once uh saw um who did i see this is this is not going well for me. Maybe I am tired, Hamish. You said at the start I looked like I was tired. Maybe I am tired. <laughs> it's okay. I think I I saw Jeffrey McGiven in real life at some point. I can't remember where because 
So I, the voice of the book. Uh, Jeff McGiven is uh, Ford Prefect. Uh, okay. Uh, I think I saw... Oh, yes, I, I remember I saw him. I, I saw all of them. Uh, uh, they re-recorded a couple of episodes for of uh, Hitchhiker for charity a few years ago. Uh, but they did it live, and they did one at the Brighton Centre in Brighton, where I live. So I went to go see it live. Um, I remember that the voice of the book was different because, uh, sadly, um, uh, the, the the voice actor had um, unfortunately died um, at that point. But um, yeah, I I have um, at home. I have a, a Babelfish uh, USB. I was I used to be obsessed with the USBs, like USB uh, sticks. Um, uh, I I had literally I had nothing to put on them. I I was not, you know, computers were not yet ubiquitous enough in my school that I would have to do work on a on a USB stick. But also, once I did have to do that, I would just like use Google Drive or email it to myself. And so I don't know why I collected all these zany USB sticks, but I just did. I mean, that's a cool thing to collect USB sticks because they're also kind of practical and useful. Yeah. Well, the the other thing. I've got hiccups now. Crikey. It's a cursed episode. The uh, the other thing I used to collect was beer bottle tops. Like like okay. I was in the Fallout universe. Um, and I remember uh, my dad got a, a bottle of a beer called Summer Lightning. And it had uh, this brilliant, uh, like a dark green cap with a, uh, a golden, shiny, like Bacchus face on it. And I was like, oh, that's super cool. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep hold of it because it's like pretty and shiny. And I'm a, a crow, apparently. I'm, I'm a magpie. And I'm just uh, hoarding shiny things. But then um, it, it became a, a big deal. And I think at some point I had a spreadsheet that had like all of the cool designs I had. And, uh, you know, fa- family friends would send me pretty beer bottle tops that they found. And it, it was a whole thing for a few years. And I was like, oh, you know what? This smells bad. This smells like really old beer in my bedroom. And I hate it. Well, uh, well, you... you... You came out the other end of that one, I guess. I did, yeah. Uh, but Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Look, Hamish, I, I, I know it's a meme. I feel like I'm always going to get judged by you if I give something a good good. But no, honestly, you haven't given. I, I, ironically, Wookie, I think I've given the most good good so far. So far on on our podcast version, yeah. Uh, for yeah. those of you who weren't able to tune into our radio, I feel like I've explained this before. But when when we did this live, I very rarely gave anything but a good good because I. I for me, this, you like a lot of things. I like a lot and of you things. You like talking about things you like. I do. That's yeah. fine, Wilkie. Honestly, I'm yeah. I'm gonna give Hitchhiker's Guide a good good. It's uh one of the most like original pieces of content I've ever consumed. Uh, it's so so sort of trend setting. Uh, that I you know, I think I think it's a good good. It's it's a good good. Uh, so um, speaking of things which are good good. Yes, we've got to invite someone new to the Good Good Gang, right. and let me. Um, I've got the big marble slab here. Here we go. Love that. Uh, and so I'm just going to go over to Instagram. So we did a poll this week, uh, basically getting you guys to tell us what your favourite item from McDonald's is, and uh, the winner wasn't necessarily someone that suggested an item, but they uh, backed up another suggestion. They they uh, uh, so showed very good good. Uh, behavior this 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 is what we want to see in a, exactly. in a good good person so uh that good good person i'm gonna get up their instagram handle is underscore dot amir hamza dot underscore that sounds like a gamer tag it is like a gamer tag like xx amir hamza xx uh but amir showed us that 
yeah, he knew what it was to be good, good. And he wanted to um, give a good, good shout out to his friend Hasib. Uh, he's, he was allowed to give a short statement about Hasib. He's a cool chap. A cool, a and, cool uh, chap. Love and that. And being a cool chap is very much what you need to be to be able to join the good, good gang. So thank you both of you for being the good, good people that you are. Continue the good, good effort. And yeah, and, uh, keep entering on competitions and we'll give you another shout out. If if our listeners are interested, what, what piece of uh, McDonald's produce was recommended? Uh, so this, it was a chocolate milkshake was suggested uh and oh no no sorry it was mozzarella sticks sorry i rest i misread because there's a there was a comment above it it was mozzarella sticks so you can go to mcdonald's and you can get little mozzarella sticks they come with their own kind of like sauce that you can put them in yeah it's like a slightly spicy tomato thing isn't it it's kind of fun yeah so that was what was suggested and uh by uh one person and amir hamza came in and said that's a good that's a good choice but there were some other good ones. Uh, we had um, a fillet of fish was suggested. Chicken selects, they're always good. Uh, milk chocolate milkshakes was suggested quite a few times. However, my preference is the banana, and so yeah, if you suggested same. chocolate, you can't. You no, no. Get that chocolate over here. It's too Go much for the banana. It's too much banana. Your uh, milkshake uh, doesn't bring all the boys to the yard because it's not chocolate. these boys. <laughs> not these boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was trying to get my mum uh, to comment on that post, uh, and because uh, I was like, "Oh, you you just got to comment what your favourite thing at McDonald's is," and she was like, "Oh, I, 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 you know, I, I, I don't go to McDonald's." Really. I was like, "Oh, come on, you, you must be aware of fast food, you know, foods." And then uh, that sort of me like probing her memories like that prompted a a, a ten minute discussion of how my mum did used to get a Big Mac every single day when she used to live in Australia. So I was like, okay, maybe may- maybe, maybe a Big Mac then? And she's like, oh, is that, is, is that from McDonald's? Yeah. Uh, so Yeah, it used to offer a Little Mac, but Nintendo is very litigious. <laughs> yeah, that's funny, Hamish. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Um, I feel like that's someone else's I went, I went, joke that I've stolen. I went, I went to a... I went to a lake in Scotland and there, there was a small boy and he kept using PK fire on me anyway. Uh, my, my, my trip to Loch Ness was quite... <laughs> Get out. Uh, no, that was... That scarring. Was, that was bad, bad. If my if my, my joke was maybe good, bad, that was that was bad, Wilkie. Um, hey, did, so I, let's, did, did, did I successfully reference uh, Super Smash though, did I? You did. Little Mac's not just from Super Smash Bros. He's from other games. Um, oh, so we'll okay. keep, but to get us out of this, I have a new friend to invite on the show. Uh, so it's you coming over. Hello. Oh, I'm ha- hello. Friend. Hello, Hamish's friend. Um, wow, you're you're very colourful. Yeah, my name's Lefty because I'm a. What sock, a coincidence! And I go on. Oh, my I was. Hand. I was gonna say I'm 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 a lefty too because I'm I'm left-handed, but. No, you're a you're a sock that goes on a left hand. That's that's interesting. Uh, a left foot, even I misspoke. I'm not very um, good with well, words. Yeah, I was gonna say you, you you are just a sock on a on a hand at the moment. Um, yeah, I don't have any brain. Quick question, Lefty. Uh, so H- Hamish is is granting you the power of speech through his hand at this point. Um, yeah. If Hamish were to if if Hamish were to take you off his hand and put you like. And then put you on his foot. What, 
what happens in in that transition period where you're just being held without anything as a sock yeah as... i don't know it all goes it's like it's all dark <laughs> it all goes dark and then suddenly there's a foot inside you yeah and then it gets all stinky oh no lefty i, I, I didn't know. want to know that about i didn't want to know that about hamish no, it's okay. He's you're sort of blowing uh, up. You're blowing up Hamish's spot here a bit. Yeah, I'm sorry, Hamish. It's okay, Lefty. It happens sometimes. We all make mistakes. Yeah. Just well, some of us. Some of us more than others. I'm. I'm gonna go now. I'll let you get back to your topic. Okay. Thank. Thank you, oh. Lefty. You don't, Bye, you don't lefty. have to leave. It's okay. Well, Lefty, you, you could stay and be a, a, an expert witness for this topic, but you never actually had a, a guest spurt before. I, I could? Yeah, yeah you want sure. You to be an expert? Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone knows more about being a sock than you do. I know a lot about being a sock. What do you want to know about being a sock? Um, okay, uh, first things first, Lefty, uh, this, this is a, um, an, an audio medium here. Um, so obviously our, our, our listeners can't actually see you. Can you quickly describe yourself? So I'm a sports sock. I, I'm meant to give extra support in various parts of the foot when you're doing athletics. Hamish hasn't worn me in a while. He hasn't done any running in quite a few months. <laughs> lefty, lefty, go on, now, now, ah, ah. So Okay, wow, Hamish has... Lefty, murdered lefty. lefty he called me out too many times lefty bit hamish there uh seemingly took control over hamish's own hand and caused him to to in- wow socks are socks are a much deeper topic than we once thought hamish because i i was a bit skeptical that we were going to be able to get enough content out of the concept of socks but um wow yeah, so no, socks very okay, so, deep particularly if you buy very especially, big socks. Uh, especially if you have very, yeah, very big socks, yeah. Um, so, given what we just learned about Lefty, are socks like, um, you remember in Toy Story Four, I believe, where Mister Potato Head has his uh, uh, accessories stuck into a tortilla, and the tortilla is able to walk around and has Mister Potato Head's memories. I didn't know that, but sure, I, I don't remember that bit at all. But let's go ahead. Uh, so, so if, if I were to take Lefty and put him on my left hand, yeah, what would happen? Would, is that a diff, um, would, would it no longer be Lefty? Uh, no. Where's, where, no. where is the sock's soul? Other than on the bottom. Soul, well, <laughs> that's where a sock's soul is, but it is a, that was specifically a sock puppet, which is a combination of both hand and sock. Wait, ha- Hamish, so if you have a, hang on. If you have a different, if you speak, have, speak if the you... truth to me now. Are you saying that the sock wasn't really speaking to me there, but it was you doing a silly voice? No, what I'm saying is that that was oh, Lefty, okay, who was a combination of my hand and that sock. If you were to put on the sock onto your hand, it would be a different personality because it's a different combination of things. Oh, oh, so um, I don't, I don't know if you've seen Star Trek, Hamish, uh, or how much, uh, but they're a bit like the Trill from Star Trek, who are um, uh, both a, a humanoid race and a race of like, get out of here, nerds, like <laughs> worms. 
And then the, beep, the worm. Boot, beep, boot, no worms. They're going to crawl inside the dirt. I love no. dirt. That's what the trills sound like. They go, oh, I love dirt. I'm a worm. So, no, I, what I was I, thinking. For people I, like I, me, I pity, I pity the Hamish who, who disses Star Trek when he knows Erin listens to our show. Oh, well, <laughs> it's okay. See, for people like me, the cool kids that didn't get out of school very quickly, I was going to think it in colours. Imagine lefties like a yellow. Uh, and my hand is a red and your hand is a blue. If you combine it with my, me and Lefty, that's orange. And if you combine you and Lefty, that's green. That's, that, that's that very works true, yeah. for my good brain. So it's like a, like a two-part soul. So what, what, what was Lefty bringing to that that character there? Um, was, I, I, Lefty... I, I think your, your hand brought the sort of um, impish uh, cheekiness to it. <laughs> and I think... M- Lefty m- m- brought maybe utility. The... He was useful. He could have given us lots of information, but he was giving a bit too much. He called me out for the fact I haven't gone running in quite some time. So the the sock itself, weirdly, as a as an athletic sock, you might picture it as a jock, but the the sock is actually smart. But then you, your your yeah, and your hand added um sort of a bit of cheek to it, so it, it used its yeah. intelligence to sort of zing you there. That's quite fun, yeah. Right, um, because there are lots of different kinds of socks. There's obviously sports socks like Lefty. Uh, there's other socks I really like um, when I'm around and about. I like the big ski socks or like winter socks where they're just so thick and bushy and they come up They come up kind of a good distance. And if you're wearing sort of, I have longer pajama bottoms. I've rolled them up today so they're like shorts, but sometimes I have them down. And I like got tucking them into finish. my sock. Thank you. I like tucking them into my sock and I feel all warm and cozy. So that that's really good. Yeah. Uh, and socks uh can always surprise me uh particularly the different kinds of socks you can get i once had to borrow a pair of socks from a friend and i didn't realize how far up my leg her socks would go i think there were longer socks and they i think they were knee socks specifically because they did come up to my knees and like because they just kept i just kept putting them on and rolling them up and eventually they came up and i was wearing shorts and it was a very odd combination because i didn't have any other i didn't have any other socks i'd gone swimming and uh, my socks had got very wet. It's it's also a sort of an odd odd decision of 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 your friends to when you say can I borrow a pair of socks to loan you a pair of what from your description appears to be thigh highs, which are traditionally a very um, intimate sock. No, they were like pro- they they felt like proper full on socks. They were black and white and striping. They went all the way down. I felt like a zebra. Sure, Hamish. Uh, I I have a pair of socks. Uh, I think m- more like the first ones you were describing. I think they're technically skiing socks. Um, uh, that I bought f- when I took part in uh the fencing novices competition uh, at Warwick uh, in my first year. And I uh, I had to get a pair of uh, black and red socks to denote that I was from Warwick. And they uh they're very nice. They're very warm. They're very long. They go just up to to, to just below my knee. Uh, but what I love is that on the sort of ankle area, so just just where your foot turns into your leg, it's got a little smiley face Aww. facing facing outwards. So when I was fencing and I, and I had like my, my legs nice and sort of facing forward, sort of in a sort of stance, there's a little smiley face looking at my opponent. <laughs> That's really cute. Is that to sort of yeah. intimidate them? They look at your feet, yeah. they see a smiley face. Like, I can't stab that. That's a that's a face. That's that. I, that I can't stab alive. that. That's uh, I can't stab that because this is uh, foil and the legs are off target, and we'd have to reset if I were to hit them. And then, oh. as they're thinking that, I've stabbed them in the chest, which is which is on target for foil. So um, that's a that's a victory for me. 
I don't know much about fencing. I had to do it at a scout camp once. Very odd activity at a scout camp, but we did fencing and it was very fun. Yeah. It was like I, properly I done you... as well. There was like there was a, a fencing instructor that knew what they were doing. And we all had all the we had some equipment and it was it was good stuff. Did you have like wires or, or was it steam fencing? I, I can't remember at all. I just remember it being somewhat official. I think we had I think we had some pads. It wasn't at like it wasn't just at in the middle of nowhere. It was a it was a scout camp destination, so you'd have to go somewhere. Okay. And they just had some fencing set up and it was really cool. I did it with my dad. It was like a parents' camp, so it was a bunch of kids with a bunch of adults and you would pair off and do things as child and parent. So for me it was father and son. But there were a whole Can range you remember of people who won? and we did. I don't think there was necessarily a competition. I think we were just learning together. Oh, okay. That that my dad probably won, in fairness, because I would have been, you know, ten. Yeah, I suppose. So, and I, 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 say, I, I feel like I know, it would have been. I know people often say you can't beat children, but I have been instilled with a very good sense of, um, you know, you don't let anybody win. My parents never let me win at board games. Well, particularly my mum never let me win at board games. Uh, yeah, was, I, I can see that for you. Brutal, uh, and so I can very much believe my dad wouldn't wouldn't let me win at fencing. He wouldn't let me live it. He wouldn't let live it down. So, and I, I want to instill that same attitude into to my kids. I want to say, you know, you 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 take this victory because then it feels earned. When you finally beat win at Monopoly, it feels earned until you grow up and realize that Monopoly is a game almost entirely based on chance. Uh, but socks, I just think socks are really good there's always that bit about how when you get older you start wanting socks as a christmas gift and i don't know whether it's just because popular media has told me that i have to want socks as a christmas gift but i do quite enjoy getting socks you know they're, they're quite cool um i i particularly enjoy when i get a big pack of socks which are quite similar but have different designs on because then i can mismatch them but within the same grouping so i yeah, particularly so they're, like they're, when you have they're similar enough that you almost don't notice and they're like wait hold on uh and because when i started dating to... izzy she didn't like that i had mismatching socks and i eventually just got her to become neutral on the topic she did she neither loves it nor hates it uh, but my favorite thing to to do uh particularly back then was to have socks that were quite similar but weren't so i had a, a pair of socks which were mostly gray but they had stripes on and I had one that had very thin white stripes and some that had slightly thicker white stripes. And I wore them for a whole day. And she said, oh, thank goodness that you've not... I think it's the first day we've been dating where you haven't worn mismatched socks. I said, are you sure? Held them oh, up yeah. and said, look again. <laughs> and she, <laughs> she, she, and she so broke up with you on the spot. Because you pushed uh, your thank, luck. Thankfully, she didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, honestly, I, I here's the thing, though. Socks... I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go ahead and say something controversial. I don't think socks are perfect. Uh, what? Well, because as, especially as someone who is sort of in terms, because like we've mentioned a lot this episode, my height for some reason, I'm quite tall in terms of average person size. I'm quite big, which means my feet are quite big, and so lots of socks are just a little bit too small, and I get used to them, and they stretch out, you know, and so they fit me, but. It's it's hard, you know. They they they, they don't go quite. You can up. get, you can get socks for different sized feet. Well, the, yeah, but they're expensive, and I need other people to buy them for me, <laughs> which I think is the point. Yeah, you want other people to buy socks for you because buying socks exactly. is such a hassle. I don't think I've ever I've bought, bought socks a, um, for myself. I I bought a twenty pack of socks last year. 
just like black regular just like black uh socks that go like just above your ankle and they're not very comfortable and they're too small Oh, I was hoping this would go somewhere fun. I, I've never bought socks for myself, Wilkie. I'm surprised that you you have. I, I have, but again, only like stupid, like really cheap, massive packs of them because I, I don't want to spend loads of money on socks because it doesn't feel like the sort of the thing... Socks can be... It doesn't feel like the sort of thing one should have to spend money on. They're, they they're seem so... really cool. You, I've got some really cool design ones. So like, I have ones that have um little... Uh, you know the the soldiers with the funny hats that stand outside Buckingham Palace. I have some. I have socks with those guys on, and I think I have a pair of socks with like ta- black taxi cabs on, and they look really really awesome. So I have those, and they're really cool and cute. I have some with like Marvel figure faces on, and so I like to I like to match those up based on the characters. So I have so I've matched up like Iron Man with Spider Man. So it's like you've got that that MCU relationship. I have I've had Thanos and Iron Man matched up as well, and I've had. Uh, Hulk and Thanos was another pairing I did because you know they they duked it out in uh, Avengers: Infinity War. It was good. Yeah, right at the start there. Right at the start. Yeah, you know, isn't it weird that we haven't fun with socks. we haven't seen Bruce Banner turn into the Hulk since Avengers twenty twelve? No, we must have done. No, we've seen him be Bruce and then in the next scene be Hulk, but that that transformation hasn't happened since twenty twelve. I guess it must be a difficult transformation to do CGI wise. Really? Yeah. Probably have you have you seen a Zach King video? They look pretty complex. It's got to be harder than that. I I think it goes just something that we would do on this show, which would just be you know if I wanted to do like my Hulk out would be turn into you. We just have me be there. I jump off frame, then you jump in just as I do that. That's that's what our we, level. We, yeah. Cut then it the goes. Middle. Then there's a massive jump up to what Zach King does, and then I reckon there's a jump up to like doing full on Hulk. CGI. Or maybe there isn't because they use more CGI. So maybe maybe Zach King does harder stuff. Yeah, because he, he does a, it all sort of au, au naturel. He does a lot of au naturel stuff. Who knows? We've really gone off topic of socks. We've got very very, very off topic. I I'll, I'll I guess I'll, I'll sort of see to you that they're good good. But I why well, wasn't I going to say they're good good? Because I, I, an issue with socks though is they do get worn out very easily, and I think that's really sad. And they don't last. Socks socks are do not last forever. They did, there's a song called Diamonds Are Forever. It's not called Socks Are Forever, and because, that, because that socks doesn't aren't forever. Me. Exactly. Imagine uh, you get so a pair I, of eternal socks, but but imagine if they didn't well, fit, and like you could never well, stretch them because you couldn't damage them. Well, we'll have to wait till next year when the Eternals comes out, the MCU film. Then we'll be able to get eternal socks. Oh uh, no, no, we're, we're finishing. <laughs> we're finishing the episode as quickly as possible. So, so are, we, are we saying socks are good, good, or are we saying socks are bad, good? I want to say a bad good, because I, I didn't good. want to say they were good good. So we'll, we'll, we'll settle there. They're not perfect. They're not perfect. But they're fun. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's um, perfect. Thank you for listening, everybody. We hoped you enjoyed the show. We particularly hope that Amir and Hasib enjoyed the show very much as well, now they're as, new members uh, of the Good Good Gang. Uh, we, If you've enjoyed it, please give us a rating on the podcast service you're using. Please give us a follow. Please, please share us with your friends. Please, anybody that you think might enjoy the show, or someone if you didn't enjoy the show someone you think would absolutely hate the show give it to them because this is how podcasts get found out by more people yes word of mouth i help um, us out i'm i'm tracking the hashtag boy review on my tweet deck and so anyone who who tweets with the hashtag <laughs> boy review uh hashtag might... boy review on twitter yeah hashtag boy review on twitter i don't know i I'm... get a shout out or something who knows but we'll see 
But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll work stuff out. Uh, follow us on Instagram. We do a bunch of posts. We give you sort of little sneak peeks at the upcoming shows. We give you a little glimpse at our daily lives. Uh, it's a lot of me at the moment, but once I get Wilkie understanding how cameras do work, he'll he'll be posting more on that. In the next episode. Bye-bye. See ya.